And so my mom was concerned because she was taking me, she had been taking me to the doctor saying, my child is malnourished, help her gain weight. So now taking me to the doctor saying, my child has all this weight on her body. What, what's going on? Help her, right? And so the doctors and their wisdom, what, what they knew, they were telling me things like, just get some skinny friends. Just go on this diet and exercise. So can you imagine at the age of 10 receiving those messages? Like, you got to hang around skinny friends. So again, you got to compare yourself to your friends is the message I was getting, right? And the other message I was getting was to not have freedom when it came to food, but to actually start dieting at the age of nine or 10, right? That was, that was put in my brain, those two things. And body shame, right? Because I had been shamed by what happened to me the day my world was spun around. And I have been shamed now because of my weight, right? So all three of those things were burdens that I started carrying around before I even became a preteen, right? That was being wired in my young adult brain. And since the adult brain is not fully formed until 25, I had years of receiving those type of messages being infused in my brain. And that's where the yo-yo dieting started. That's where the depression and the body shame started. That's where the hopelessness started when it just came to um, being able to overcome all of this weight that was in my life, physically and emotionally. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, 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 powerful to another episode. It's your girl, Bridget Brown Jackson, and I'm so very excited to be here today. When I say this podcast today is a must listen to, listen, listen, I need you to go get somebody else. I need you to like, share, subscribe, but I need you to make sure you tag somebody and allow somebody else to listen to this too. We have a powerful, powerful guest today with us on Powerful. Look, she powerful, the podcast is powerful, and you are powerful. I don't want you to miss this. I don't want you to miss this. We're going to be talking about, are you getting the most out of every day that ends in a Y? Y'all hear me? Come on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Hey, lady. So, you've had success. You got it going on, but you still know there's something missing. You know so much more, you want so much more. So stop. Get the help and the support that you need. Stop thinking about it and just be about it. You tried it your way, now get a coach. Go to simplytomorrow.com. That's simplytomorrow.com. All right, all righty, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know I get excited and I'm really excited because I heard there's a doctor in the house. I think there's a doctor in the house. Yes, it is. I know it's a doctor in the house because she is in the studio. She was here on pod- on the podcast today, powerful. She is powerful. She is a friend, she's a colleague. And most of all, she is inspirational. I don't know if you all listened to the previous podcast. I don't know when it was, but one right before this one, 
I shared with you all about what the word inspire means. The word inspire actually means to breathe. And I'm telling you, she about to breathe some nuggets. So get your paper and pencil and get ready because I have none other than Dr. Renetta in the house with us today. She's the founder of Regain No More. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Come on, my friend, Dr. Renetta, tell the people about you. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. Thank you so much for having me here on your podcast. It's truly an honor for me to be here today. And I just want to start out before I even tell you who I am. I just want to tell you about who I am, right? I'm about making sure that the person who is praying for an answer gets their breakthrough. So that is what I'm hoping happens today, that somebody who is praying for an answer gets their breakthrough. So I don't, you know, I apologize that this is a little different from any other podcast um, interviewer that you've had work with me. I just feel like I'm on assignment for somebody's life. So listen, you um, are I am the owner. Of- Don't apologize. No, do it. This this is all about God being in control. So go ahead, sis. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for that permission and, and that reminder that this is really God's work. This is what we are doing. So um, I am the owner and founder of Regain No More. And in that community, we uh, people pay me to help them to move the scale to the left in the right way, because we know if that scale is moving right, then something is definitely wrong. OK, so um, I work with patients and providers to help them understand how people who've had bariatric surgery can actually keep their weight off. And I always say we do that by addressing the missing ingredient and the missing ingredient to the recipe for weight loss. As far as I'm concerned, is that great mental health work that we often ignore. And I'll get into that more as we um, go throughout this podcast. All right. Well, I love it. I love it. I love your, uh, your tagline, your mantra, moving that scales to the left in the right way. <laughs> Look, you know, I'm a former <laughs> educator, so I was like, I got it. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love your energy. I love your spirit. Uh, you have such a beautiful spirit of God. Um, and just always, always wanting to hear, help and share people. And so even before we came on, and we started live, you know, you and I had the chance. So, tell them. so for the people that might be watching the video portion, if you see tears run down our eyes, ignore it uh, because we trying to do what's right. Uh, and for the people that are listening, if you hear the inflection in our voice change, just understand and know we, we just getting emotional over here because we know, we know this work is again to help other people and to help people see that they are powerful. So let's 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 dive into that. What were those limitations that you had to overcome to see your powerful self? Yes. Um, so just you know, the limitations around my weight was that I kept losing and regaining that same 15 pounds over and over again until I lost all hope. And people who struggle with chronic obesity really understand what I mean by that. Like, we know how to lose the weight. We're motivated to lose the weight, but we just don't know how to keep it off. And so it looks like lack of motivation. It looks like being lazy, not committed to the process. It looks like 
you know, it looks like, like we talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. And that was the biggest obstacle, the biggest struggle for me, because not only did I talk the talk, but I wanted to walk the walk. I just didn't know how to do it. Right. I always felt like I was walking with a broken leg. So I didn't know how to keep the weight off. And that was really a big struggle for me because it led to a lot of mental health challenges like depression, anxiety, stress. Right. I was depressed because I didn't know how to lose the weight and keep it off. I was anxious because the relationship I had with food was one of comfort and one of confusion, right? Because I was afraid, like, if I eat a certain thing, am I going to gain the weight back, right? So I wanted the food because it made me feel better, helped me numb out and escape, but I didn't want the food. I was trying to push it away because I felt out of control with it. And then I was stressed out just you know, not understand. People didn't understand me. I didn't understand myself. And it it was just a vicious cycle until I really felt trapped, uh, felt trapped in a prison of pain. Right. And when I say I felt trapped in the prison of pain, what do people want to do? They want to escape. And the only way I knew how to escape was by ending my life. So I wasn't, I wasn't brave enough to if you want to say brave, I wasn't courageous enough to do anything to hurt myself. But if I didn't wake up the next day, I would have been okay with that. In fact, I was praying for God to take my life for years. I had prayed, like, just don't wake me up in the morning because I could not go through another day like that, right? In the amount of pain I was in. And um, I always say, God answered those prayers, but not in a way that... <laughs> that I was praying, right? God, God has a sense of humor and I'm glad God does, right? Because God, obviously I'm still here. Um, so God did take my life, but I always say he took my life and he turned it around. Mm. And because God took my life and turned it around, that's why I'm here today. That's why Regain No More exists because I want to help somebody else who feels the same way I felt for years and is praying for a breakthrough. I want to show them that it's possible. And this this message is for anybody. They don't necessarily have to have weight challenges, but if people are listening, they do have the weight challenges. It's powerful. But this information that you're sharing, your story you're sharing, is transferable. Um, I tried, tried to take my life. I had uh, dealt with a lot of low uh, self-esteem issues because of um, childhood traumas and things like that. And so that regain no more, you said, it's not just even in the physical, that emotional piece. You do not have to regain anymore if you allow people to be able to bless you in your life. And you are just that. You are absolutely, absolutely a powerful testimony of what God can do. And I know you were sharing with me before about uh, the doctor. So I want you to, to share that piece, unpack that piece about just sometimes how people that think that they mean well don't even understand that they're being a part of the problem than being a part of the solution. Yes. So um I'm going to back you up just so you, your audience can understand like how the way even got here and what that process was like. So I remember being a little girl and I don't know what age your audience is, but if you're 
if your audience, if anyone is listening that is about my age, which is over the age of 50, right? We used to have, we used to play outside in our driveways in this um, little toy called a sit and spin. And we would just sit on it and cross our legs around this thing, hold on to it and spin around. It was so simple, but it was so fun, right? And I remember doing that every single day, right? Just sitting in my driveway, playing on my sit and spin until the day my world was spun around. And that was the day that a neighbor had come to me and said, hey, you want to have some fun? Well, I already told you I was sitting on the sit and spin, so I like to have fun, right? So I was like, more fun? Yes, I'm down for it, right? <laughs> so um, that neighbor, um, that neighbor's idea of fun was to take me to my, take me to his house up the street and some bad things happen. Okay. I won't get too graphic. And I do want to put a trigger warning around what I'm talking about today because I definitely don't want to injure anyone who has um, been injured before. Okay. So please take care and caution as you listen to this. Right. So, um, that older neighbor took me to his house and that was the day my world was spun around because that neighbor molested me. And um, when I was leaving, when that neighbor sent me back to my house, that neighbor sent me back with a message. And that message was, if you tell anyone what happened today, they're going to be mad at you. So I believe that because I was a little girl and I felt like, you know, I did something bad. I already felt like I did something bad by making the decision to go to his house, right? And he sent me with that message. And so I went back home. And of course, I didn't tell anyone what happened, but my body knew what happened. My brain knew what happened. I knew what happened. Um, but nobody else knew what happened to me, right? And so um I would eventually I I can look at pictures of myself and see how small I was, how, you know, I had a normal size for my age. In fact, I was probably underweight and I can see within a year the weight had, like I went from being the small skinny kid to having an obese body, right? Within one year, that was probably around the age of nine to 10. I'm not sure, but I think it was around the age of nine to 10. And so my mom was concerned because she was taking me, she had been taking me to the doctor saying, my child is malnourished, help her gain weight. So now taking me to the doctor saying, my child has all this weight on her body. What What's going on? Help her, right? And so the doctors and their wisdom, what, what they knew, they were telling me things like, just get some skinny friends, just go on this diet and exercise. So can you imagine at the age of 10 receiving those messages? like? You got to hang around skinny friends. So again, you got to compare yourself to your friends is the message I was getting, right? And the other message I was getting was to not have freedom when it came to food, but to actually start dieting at the age of nine or 10, right? That was, that was put in my brain, those two things. And body shame, right? Because I have been shamed by what happened to me the day my world was spun around. And I have been shamed now because of my weight, right? 
So all three of those things were burdens that I started carrying around before I even became a preteen, right? That was being wired in my young adult brain. And since the adult brain is not fully formed until 25, I had years of receiving those type of messages being infused in my brain. And that's where the yo-yo dieting started. That's where the depression and the body shame started. That's where the hopelessness started when it just came to um, being able to overcome all of this weight that was in my life, physically and emotionally. Yeah. And I don't know if I answered your question. No, no, you definitely, you definitely did. That impacted because that helps people understand, you know, a lot of people, um, they look on the outside, looking in and see people that are struggling with weight loss and they never make the connection with all of the emotional pieces with it. Um, whatever that foundation was or just the, the psychological and emotional things that they're going through during their journey. So, no, I think you really help unpack that and understand it. But also what you said is transferable to other things. Any type of yes. um, issue that people have can be you know, connected with it. And so I didn't have yes. a weight of a journey that I went on. But I had an esteem journey similar to what you yes. said, um, even down to the same thing. Don't tell anybody um, I'm going to hurt that person and all of those things. And I carry all of that. And so, you know, regain no more is it's bigger than just, you know, I know that that's your platform that you're doing it uh, for people who are have have weight challenges. But like literally anybody listening to this male or female. Our audience is predominantly female. Um, we have a few good men listen and watch. Uh, but again, and yes, we know about that spin, the sit and spin. Yes, when you said that, I'm like, <laughs> see, those, those were the days. Hopscotch, hide and go sleep. You know, they, they, this double dust. They, they don't know nothing about that. But um, but definitely your story is just again so, so very impactful. And so um a tip that you were talking about. Before I ask you um, to share a tip with the audience, and you said your happiness doesn't lie within external people, places, or things. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. And um, the reason why I said that is because, you know, when things happen to us, when we're trying to cope with life, right, we always try to find things that make us feel better. And usually those things that make us feel better, we reach outside of us to try to make ourselves feel better. I always say it like this, like all of us, if we think about all of us being a tree, what does a tree have? It has its roots, right? And that root is planted in a certain soil. And depending on the soil that that tree is planted in, it's getting all the nutrients it needs or or it's not, right? And a lot of us with our childhoods, whatever they may be, we don't have to be sexually molested or anything like that, but there may be some reasons why we didn't get the nutrients we needed, right? Why our roots didn't get that. But like any tree, we grow up. And if you imagine the trunk of the tree, there are some trees with holes in the center. Well, if we're a person that's like that tree, but the hole in the center, that means we have a void, right? We didn't get the nutrients we needed in our childhood. So we grow up with this void and we try to fill that void with 
other things outside of ourselves to make us feel better. In my case, it was food. In somebody else's case, it might be toxic relationships. It might be promiscuous sex, right? It could be drinking, drug use, because a lot of that stuff starts in our younger years, right? Because we're just trying to fill the void and trying to feel better, right? And then we grow up into our, our adulthood and like a tree that has branches, right? Um, those branches might include um, things like our relationships, our spirituality, um, our career progression. Um, what else? Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. But just think of all the things that you have going on in your adulthood, right? Those are the branches of your tree. And I always tell my clients, look at the branches of your tree and tell me which branches have leaves that are green and thriving then you're probably doing great in those areas. But if there are any branches on that tree that is not uh, that does not have leaves that are green and thriving, that's where we need to do our work because that those are probably things that you can trace right back down to your childhood mm-hmm. and understand that whatever happened to you is still happening inside of you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting you from having the career you want, having a relationship you want. It's affecting your weight. It's affecting your relationship with drugs and alcohol. Right. And not everything we do is necessarily bad or wrong, but sometimes we misuse things. Right. In order to feel better. And that's when it becomes bad for us. Right. So sometimes, you know, I, I won't say that drinking alcohol is bad, but if you misuse alcohol, it can be bad for you, do bad things to you, right? And so a lot of us are trying to cover up things that have happened to us, right? But the work I do with clients, I'm like, come on, let's do this work because what you've been doing is not working. And so I ask the hard questions so we can go inside and really get to the root of what is continuing to cause this yo-yo cycle of behavior. And Bridget, you worked in the school system at one time, so you might have heard of this. Um, But for your audience who doesn't know, there's something called adverse childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. And what adverse childhood experiences are, it's a grouping of 10 things, right? You can take this free test. You can just go to Google. Excuse me. You can just Google ACES, A-C-E-S, right? Make sure you type, make sure adverse childhood experiences comes up, but usually it will. And they have a free quiz. It's a free quiz that you can take and there's 10 questions you answer. And if you get a score of four or more, that indicates that you probably have um, some childhood experiences that are impacting your well-being as an adult. Okay. And so, um, I have a high ACES score. I'm sure Bridget, because of what she shared with us, might have a high ACES score and that a lot of us actually do. Now, the beauty in knowing that you have a high ACES score is not to, um, label you or put you in this box to say you can't overcome your childhood. It's actually your freedom papers to say, Oh, There's a lot of stuff wrong, but there's nothing wrong with me because for years Mm -hmm. I thought something was wrong with me, right? I thought, I thought God had, you know, God created all of us, but I thought he made some mistakes when it came to me. I really did. And, um, 
I just, I felt like a walking mistake. But when I found out about the ACEs, it said, oh, these are the things that have been done, you know, that I've experienced as a child. That's what's wrong and that there's nothing wrong with me. Like, I'm okay as a person. I'm okay. But these things are the reasons why I'm not okay, if if y'all understand what I'm saying. And I say that because my doctors didn't know. The medical community did not know about ACEs, I don't think, at the time that I was a child. And this was a study that was done in, I think, the mid-80s by a doctor in California. He started a weight loss clinic. When he started this clinic, what he found is that people in his clinic, when they were starting to lose the weight, they would drop out of his program. So he was like, what is going on? Like, I have this program for people to lose weight. They're successfully losing the weight. And now they're dropping out as soon as they start to experience success. So long story short, he launched the study. That's where the ACEs questionnaire came from, because he found that as he was studying these people that they had these 10 common indicators um, that they had um, suffered in their childhood. And that's why they were having weight on their body. Well, now we know that ACEs is linked to other health conditions outside of obesity, right? Um, it's linked to cancer, right? It's also linked to toxic relationships. It's linked to substance abuse problems is linked to like, if you want to be a certain place in your career, but you keep getting below the place, you know, you belong, it won't allow, you know, having a high ACEs score and that low self-esteem won't allow you to level up to where, you know, you're supposed to be because you feel like you're not supposed to be there. Um, so it's, is you know, linked to a lot of things. And I only share that because a lot of us don't know about, um, adverse childhood experiences. And I encourage, Urge you that if you're having any of those struggles or know someone who's having those struggles in their adult life, that you might want to just check on your ACEs score, become aware of what might be going on there, and then link with someone who can help you to unpack those things. Thank you for letting me just no, go I'm, on and on there. I'm glad. No, no, no. I'm glad you shared that because you said as an educator, you know, I probably know about that. Honestly, I didn't. I knew about it after I retired and left the educational field. Now, I remember some of the psychologists and stuff like that talking about that. But it, as it retained to um, doing uh, some of the students that had behavioral impairments, but it wasn't talked about throughout. And actually, because I am a behavioral wealth strategist and now because of the work that I do with um, dealing with people with their behaviors and things like that. I, I recently, in the past couple of years, found out and have been looking at it and actually just did some studying a couple of months ago. So for you to bring that up again, I think that this is really wonderful because people need to understand, stop, stop, stop. If there's something that's going on, then let's unpack. Let's get back to, girl, I wrote this down. You talked about that tree and that soil and people don't realize that. And, 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 and other people that are looking on the outside don't realize that. We see the, the the what we see in front of us, but we don't understand and go down deep to see what is the root cause behind that behavior and what's going on. So, no, that was absolutely wonderful, wonderful to share. Um, and you shared a little bit of this. You talked about your biggest challenge um, being mindset when we were uh, talking in a pre-questionnaire. And so 
I want to, to end off with that. Let's unpack this and talk a little bit more about mindset. And I love the, I love your imagery. You know, again, as an educator, love those images. I love that image of, of that tree with that hole in it. And literally, I can go back to the tree that was in the backyard of my first home that I bought. And it, it, it was it was irregular. You know, it has some irregular to it. Yes. But the wonderful thing that I loved about that tree, when it got hot in the summertime, that tree gave off some nice, wonderful, cool shade. So regardless yes. of the impairment that the tree had, that tree served a mighty purpose. And so mindset, going back to that, how do we help people understand we got to get the mindset together so that we can fix whatever those things are that come our way? You know, Bridget, I think I I really love what you do. Um, and I thank God for my educators out there because it was my eighth grade teacher that said, Renetta, why do you always go for the underdogs? Right. And she she was so we were so close. Like, I think she just knew because that was probably around the age where I started having a lot of problems. And I think um, my teacher could just read my spirit and know that I needed a little extra care and attention. So shout out to the educators out there and everyone who impacts a child's life. I really feel like y'all save lives and y'all don't even know it. Help me with my mindset. Like I said, they might be wrong, but there's nothing wrong with you. I say that to people all the time and it brings tears to their eyes. It brings tears to my eyes because... When you think something's wrong with you, then you don't show up, right? You don't want to be seen. You don't want to be heard. Like I, I lost my voice. And when I say I lost my voice, I literally could not speak. I had so many things I wanted to say, but the words just wouldn't come out because I had been told since the time I was little, don't tell, right? And I grew up in a household where I had a lot of secrets outside of that. Um, outside of what happened to me, I had a lot of secrets at home and I couldn't talk about that either. So I had grown up with this message that you just don't talk, you just don't tell. So oh, <clears throat> mindset, y'all, these messages that we get shape the way we see ourselves in the world around us. So if we've been told anything in our past about our deficiencies, about ourselves or about how we're not supposed to be seen or speak, that shapes the way we see ourselves. And we actually shrink down and just, you know, we're, we're walking, but we're the walking dead. We're invisible. We're just walking through life and hiding. We're hidden in plain sight. And what helped me with mindset is, like I said, to, to understand that there's a lot wrong but nothing wrong with me. And to also, that wasn't enough though. I also had to get around other people, right? I had to hear stories like this podcast today, yeah. um, which during the time I was growing up, you didn't hear a lot of this mm -hmm. because that was the era where people didn't talk about things being wrong. Um, that people who look well put together, I tried to look as well as I could for your podcast today, but behind all this makeup and, and, and these clothes, um, was a fractured person, right? And so I didn't hear people or see people that look like success that were also, that had also experienced some very difficult challenges. I didn't see that. So I thank God for your podcast, Bridget. Um, I thank God for other people 
who just start telling the truth about the truth, right? Because mm-hmm. all of the, all of I the love truth. that telling <laughs> yes. the truth about the truth. Because we need to see that, and you know, I if you don't see yourself, you you don't know how to anchor yourself to the truth. So what you believe is all of the lies that society tells you about not being good enough, not being worthy, um, being a mistake. And not no longer is society telling you those things. You start telling yourself those things. You start becoming your own bully, right? And you yeah. start telling yourself why you shouldn't speak, why you shouldn't show up. You know, it, and the way you do that is you say, I'm so stupid. I'm so this, I'm so that. And there's always these negative things that we tell ourselves, right? But what helps with mindset is to get around other empowering people. And everybody doesn't have to have a story, right? Mm -hmm. But getting around other people to tell you, sis, you're, you're good. You're special. You're this and that. You have to have you have to surround your uh, um yourself around other people who love you into loving yourself. Exactly. Right. And who I love to tell like you. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It was yeah. it was a delay. No, 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 I was just gonna say who like you into liking yourself. That's all. <laughs> Ooh, look, I love these. Yeah. I'm gonna have quotables by you. Like people <laughs> that help you into liking yourself. All right, all right. No, yeah. I was just gonna add to that piece. Not only yeah. just that, have those people that you surround yourself by. I always tell my audience to get you a mentor, get you a thought partner, get you an accountability partner, but also get you a coach. And that's how we actually met. We all we both got a coach, the same coach. And that's how we um I got to meet each other yeah. and we got into a group, a community of a whole lot of like-minded people like us. And so I just want to end on that note and let people know, you know, sometimes you have to to go get you somebody to help you, but also sometimes you got to pay for somebody to help you. And that makes the change right there. And so I would like to for you to share, you know, how can people get in touch with you and, um, you know, what what kinds of things do you have going on? Yes. So, um, first of all, you can, uh, connect with me at Dr. D-R-R-E-N-E-T-T-A, Dr. Renetta on all social media platforms. Okay. And what I have going on. So I have this course, right? For providers, because, you know, when it comes to working with the bariatric community, of course, people who have surgery, the patients, and I'm one of them, um, we, we need help. But I feel like the biggest help that we could get is to have providers who understand how to catch us before they clean us, right? How to catch us, knowing how to connect with us, knowing about ACEs and how that impacts our weight, right? And I'm not saying that everyone with a weight issue has adverse childhood experiences, but a lot of us do. I just share how I was born out of an obesity clinic. Right. And now we apply it to other things. But really, if we have more educated and trained doctors to have compassion for for our clients and to, you know, understand them in a different way and to understand their weight. Now we can get in the same arena and become fighting partners against the weight instead of fighting each other. 
So I'm really excited about that. This course that I have is a uh, 16 hour course and it has 16 continual education credits. I'm super excited about that. So that is what I have going on at the moment. And I really hope that your audience will connect with me so that they can, you know, be abreast of everything else that we have coming out this year. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And and again, I, I encourage people, if you're listening to this and maybe the challenge is not with you, but you know, you know, somebody that's having the challenge, be that hand, be that, that, that lift up to help uh, somebody else. So definitely, girl, I love it. You said telling the truth about the truth. And so this has definitely been telling the truth about the truth. And we want people to be delivered. We want people to be um, uplifted so that they can, um, as you say, your your business, regain no more. And in all areas and aspects of life so that they can literally fulfill and live out and being powerful, powerful, powerful. Well, I love it. You have been so awesome today. I appreciate you um, gracing us with your presence. And I just like to give you the last words. Is there anything else uh, that you would like to say before we close on out? Yes. So when you start doing your, this is the last thing I would say. When you start doing your work, no matter who that's with, make sure that you address these three three things, right? You want to get awareness, answers, and then action. Awareness about what is going on at at the root, right? What kind of soil was there, right? What nutrients did you get? Get that awareness. And out of that, you'll get some answers about, oh, this is what's missing. This is what I've been seeking. This is why that pattern exists, right? So awareness, answers, and then action. After you get all that, then you can start taking action wherever you need to take it. And if one thing doesn't work, it's okay because you can go back and do another thing. That is how I work with my clients. So I say healing is a journey, not an event, okay? You're not going to find out these things and then be healed. You've been away a certain way for a long, long time. It's going to take a little bit of time to become a different way, but you can do it. And that is my final word. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Dr. Renetta. And so for the people that are listening, you can connect with her. All of that information will be in the show notes. Uh, how you can uh, follow her on social media, um, her website, how you can contact her and reach out to her. All of that information will be in the show notes. And definitely, definitely, I'm just going to say this because I know she's my friend and we're going to have her back and we can do a part two of this because I don't think this was just enough time. Um, We're just so very excited. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, like, share, and subscribe if you have not done so already. If this has blessed you, please let us know. Go to BridgetBrownJackson.com forward slash podcast. That link is in the show notes. And give us a comment. Give us some feedback and let us know. Let Dr. Renetta know if this really, truly blessed you. You know, I love to say all the time, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. Oh, yes, you are a winner. God bless you. Just what if? What if your life could be greater, your relationships better, your outlook improved, your dreams fulfilled? Well, they can. Find out how you can go from average or even good to being great. 
Go to simplytomorrow.com and schedule your personalized call with Coach Bridget. Don't stay stuck, paralyzed, or stagnant. Act now. Go to simplytomorrow.com.